0: Well, gather round, everybody. It is time once again for the Steel Salary Cap Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Tim Kennedy. I'm here with Sean McGuire. What's up? Well, we're getting the shot a little late, Sean, here but we but we did try to warn people that would happen, but it's a little later than we uh, we might have hoped for. Even. <laughs> gets, yeah. Life gets in the way sometimes. Life gets in the way. We've we both had... We won't go into details, but yeah. we both had sons go to the hospital this week.
1: Yeah. yeah. So they're,
0: they're fine, but uh, <laughs> it, it takes time to take care of these babies sometimes, right? Yes, babies. Babies, <laughs> I, babies, babies. My 17-year-old baby. All right. Well, we're going to jump into uh, a week one market report here. We're going to talk about the games that took place this week. Um See, like, whose stock went up, whose went down. Maybe people you should be pursuing in free agency this week or in the coming weeks. Uh, just as a reminder, we had a show like this last year and wanted to just... There were some gems. Yeah, we wanted to highlight some things we got right. <laughs>
1: uh Yeah, so early early things. These were things that we were looking at and uh and trying to decide, I think, things that we saw. For example, early on, we saw that Josh Allen, the entire offense in Buffalo was going to go through him, and it was going to be a different Josh Allen than we had seen before, and we knew that right away, or at least we saw that right away. That's
0: right. Uh, David Johnson was a guy people were cool on last year at the beginning of the year. Same with this year, uh, <laughs> but he actually had a pretty good, a pretty decent year last year. And we
1: RB one technically, I mean, yeah. I barely, but yes.
0: And we we saw that coming, we we gave you at least a heads up that that was
1: we knew coming that down the pike. We knew Miko Hardman would just be a gadget player, and that was something we said. We knew that Clyde edwards alaire was, at least, our observation was that. He was effective between the fives, but not so much in the goal line. That seemed to play out the rest of the year.
0: We called uh, James Robinson before the season started. I was was telling people to pick him up. He had a great week one, and uh, so we stayed on that train.
1: Uh, And, and, yeah, there's some other things. Logan Thomas was the thing we saw early. Uh, uh, the, uh, The fact that Corey Davis was going to kind of like maybe be that Devante Parker award type player again another thing we saw early
0: and the Philadelphia offensive line being just terrible.
1: Right. So so hopefully some of the things we we observed this week are things that you can put to use.
0: Exactly. So let's jump in Sean. It makes sense to start with Thursday night I suppose. Okay. Op- yeah. The opening game for yeah, the was a NFL. Fun game. It was a great game. We had some good
1: ones Thursday and Monday night. All right. So I'll rattle, rattle off some things that I think and you tell me where you think I'm wrong. Okay. So first thing, there was a question about Dak. I think we've all saw, this. Don't worry about the shoulder. Don't worry about the about the ankle. Uh you know he's he's, he's legit and and a legit fantasy force. I, yeah, I can't argue with with you on that. I like Dak a lot. Uh, another one um, that I saw. This is my take on this. Is uh, I, I heard a lot of things about. Uh, About the Zeke Pollard thing—is Zeke done? Um, Is Tony Pollard going to be a thing? And I I strongly disagree that that is not reality in the situation. Zeke had an 84% snap share, which is a higher snap share than anybody had in the NFL last year. Uh, In terms of Week One, was among the highest snap shares uh, in the league. Um, He didn't wasn't super productive, but they basically just play the entire offense was play action Zeke. Uh, the whole point of it was, like, that the, uh, they're hoping the other team is going to respect that play action and make the passing game work, and that part worked. So he did what he was supposed to do. Tony Pollard was a little more efficient, um, in his kind of change of pace role, but he only had twenty four percent snap share. I don't see that changing.
0: It is going to scare people, though, Sean. Uh, yeah. Zeke. I mean, that's been the narrative on Zeke in the off season is that he's just doesn't have it anymore so when he's getting that kind of playing time and doesn't produce that's
1: yeah but if i mean like if you watch every snap like there was most like there's a reason why that their game plan was to not run the ball at that that front seven because they're just nobody you you could go through the roster of nfl players that have tried to run against tampa bay in the last year and a half and it's they're all like 11 carries for like 14 yards like I wish I, I had <laughs> – I should have written down the list. But it's it's like Alvin Kamara. It's like it's like the premier, most premier running backs in the league haven't done anything. And the, Dallas basically just said, we're not even going to try.
0: Gotcha. And then you mentioned the uh, Dallas uh, passing attack. The three big receivers in Gallup, Cooper, and Lamb all were playing basically equal – numbers of snaps and they uh they were targeted similarly yeah, before the, the Gallup, Gallup got hurt, got hurt. exactly yeah. so i think um it, it, that's a promising uh uh output for Gallup and promising think so. work, work um, level
1: i agree and then on the tampa side things are the weird things um so some of those are some things that i i i see as things we know oh uh gronk uh he looked Legit, like old Gronk, like he's completely covered. He's going to catch it anyway. There's nothing they can do to stop it. He's on the same page with with Tom Brady. Um, I do think that last year's version of Gronk is, uh, which was fine. He ended up being a tight end one, but like I think he's going to be in the conversation for top three tight end this year. I'm not saying it's going to be a forever thing because I think as soon as Tom Brady retires, Gronk's going to retire yeah. too. But yeah. Um, and uh, so that's another thing I'd have to say. But well, and Brady, he's just never he, he doesn't, doesn't age. age. He doesn't age. I, this he has a stronger arm than today than than you know Ben Roethlisberger, and he's five years older than Roethlisberger. So things that I I, I was looking at the Rojo Fournette shift that was a little weird here. Uh, Rojo goes in the doghouse for fumbling. Fournette like basically uh, lobster claws a pass leads to an interception which to me is the same kind of sin but he doesn't get benched he was just used a lot more um before it was targeted heavily uh the coach is saying that rojo's starting the next week i mean i wouldn't would you i don't know <laughs> i just i think it's it's a gamble you can't take because that's the problem with him like even i think he's good and and I just think that odds that he's going to do something that's going to get him in the doghouse just makes that a, a difficult play
0: it's a it's a, backfiel- I, it's a backfield I avoid. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't have shares of it in our salary cap league, but I avoid it in I,
1: I, I avoid shares of it in our yeah. salary cap league because I don't want to be in that situation. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Schultz versus Jarwin. Um, Schultz had more snaps. Schultz had more targets. Uh, he was more productive with his target. Uh, target share um I it was kind of a split and normally I wouldn't be afraid of a split if there was if the team was running a lot of 12 personnel but they weren't so um if it's really just like they're sharing a job it's hard to get in love with either one of these guys I think if you're trying to have a top six tight end I just don't think you're going to get I don't think Schultz is gonna is gonna be it and I certainly don't think Jarwin's gonna be it
0: Sean, I just had a real quick question, and we, to keep our train on uh, on mm-hmm. track here, uh, maybe shouldn't even ask this, but how do you see the wide receiver situation in Tampa? I mean, Antonio Brown looked great. Ed he Evans didn't. Fewer,
1: he had a lot fewer snaps than Godwin and Evans. Uh, Godwin was up and down. Uh, he he had some plays that weren't great. The fumble late. The um, Evans was basically not used. Yeah, do and you see
0: that going forward?
1: So here's the thing. I mean, Antonio Brown, when he came on that team, Brady basically recruited him to come out there, and he gets there. He's not playing the most snaps ever, but he is still getting the most usage. So I'm most interested in A.B. I'm, that's me. Um, more than – I mean, we're talking long-term? No, I mean, it's Godwin. Godwin, but, yeah. But, um, but for this year, um, Antonio Brown, I think um, – I think he is going to be the third receiver on that team, but I think he's just going to be, probably, is going to be the most reliable of the three.
0: Yeah, Godwin was targeted twice as often, but boy, AB looked good. All right, he let's did. move on. Uh, some of the Sunday games here. Let's start with the Eagles at Falcons. Uh, I don't know. I think in terms of the tight end position, there, I do think the torch has been passed. I know Ertz ended up banged up. Uh, but, but
1: Goddard was the one that seemed to be getting the work there. I just, I don't love either one of them. I was just gonna, I said this before, I think, um, we're in a situation where there, it's not going to be a, the same old volume that they had in Philadelphia. So I think, um, I think the, the, the split in terms of snaps wasn't a huge gap. And I think one week you're going to see, it was like a 73% snapshot for Goddard and, Fifty-eight for Ertz, so there's, there's some of it is obviously 12 personnel. They're both on the field. I think you're going to have weeks where he, where Ertz gets more production, and weeks where Goddard gets more production, and it, and it ends up feeling a little bit more like that, like that Jarwin Schultz situation, where I don't necessarily feel like one person is going to emerge. Um, Long term, I, I like Goddard obviously more because I'm not sure sure that Ertz is going to be there beyond this year, but. Um, yeah, Kenny
0: uh, Kenny Gainwell was a nice surprise.
1: He, yeah, I mean, he. Uh, somebody said that uh, on on uh, on the Twitter uh, that he murdered Boston Scott, and I think <laughs> I think that's true because Miles Sanders uh, looked good and he got actually a very high snap share. They were playing Miles Sanders a lot, and he got a lot of work and he did a lot with it. But Kenny Gainwell also was getting some production, and and I, you know, for people who believed in him, I think there's reason for optimism i don't know if he ever can be kind of like that every down back guy because of, of, of his size but i think that's a, a change of pace guy that, that can provide some week-to-week numbers right
0: you're a regular, a Rager owner i'm a smith owner Devontae smith it was nice to see them have some production in this game they both had, that
1: they both had a good target share and they both um had good snap share and uh i mean Rager's touchdown was kind of in garbage time so i but he he was still getting targeted heavily. Um, Smith had the most targets, which is what I would expect.
0: Right, and uh, the other thing on the uh, on the Eagles, I was looking for was how Jalen Hurts was going to do, and he, he impressed me. I thought he looked good.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I I it's tough because I really honestly this goes to kind of transition. Atlanta just didn't impress me, no, and so I. We'll, I'll be if he has another good, good, good week next week, then I think that's a, a positive trend. I'm still not fully sur- sold on Jalen Hurts, at least as a passer, as a fantasy producer, probably. You know, because he still has some of that Konami stuff that we like. But, um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of Atlanta, Cordero Patterson is he a guy that you are going to add to any roster? So he's
1: for sure the most effective running back there. Um, and which is it's it, it's only taken like. 15 years to figure out that he doesn't know how to run routes and be a wide receiver, which we knew in Minnesota years and years and years ago. Uh, I think he's an illusion. um, Even though I think people want someone to be a better running back than Mike Davis, um, which is why people are like Wayne Gallman, right? I made my pitch last week for why not to get obsessed about Wayne Gallman. I think Patterson is just never going to be anything other than just that change of pace guy. Um, And, He he only had he was only on the field thirty three percent of the time, I, that's and he was effective. I just think that that's kind of what his role is going to be.
0: And Russell Gage is also an illusion. There was some hype hype for him with uh, Julio Jones leaving town. He did nothing. <laughs> I and
1: mean, we talked about that. He didn't do anything. Um, Pitts, uh, everybody, I wouldn't panic on Pitts. He was heavily his his production wasn't great. He was heavily targeted. He had a hard time getting open uh enough to make clean catches um but if he is getting that kind of target share going forward he's going to have a really nice year
0: all right ready to move on i think we can do that all right steelers at the bills
1: so so zach bo- moss was inactive
0: we're both bills fans i think we both picked him to go to the big game we did i can't um, apparently we're not supposed to say super bowl but i just did
1: we can't say was it i it copyrighted? i think it's some sort of copyright the big game right but NFL we'll, lawyers are going to be knocking on our door soon. <laughs> so Moss didn't play, and I know you kind of threw out Moss as like maybe kind of a breakthrough player. Whereas previous weeks, I didn't. I, I, I did. Really. I expressed reservations on Zach Moss. So I expressed,
0: have... I, I expressed reservations on both of them. You did. I the re, the only reason I brought <laughs> it I'm not, trying, I'm it not up,
1: trying to pigeonhole you. As, I know, but I know you love Zach Moss.
0: <laughs> no, I, don't. I. It's just one of those ambiguous backfields. Tim Kennedy loves Zach Moss. I like ambiguous backfields, mm. but I don't like either one of these guys. So,
1: so I like Singletary, uh, and I thought he played well. Uh, what I thought was interesting is that they had three receivers, all with over ninety percent snap share. So they're not. They're they're really barely. Uh, playing the tight end at all yeah. uh their fourth receiver was uh davis he wasn't even one of the three and and he he basically he and dawson knox were basically 50 50 so half the time but they're basically rolling four wide outs the other half the time they got one tight end on the field um uh so there was just josh allen was basically feeding Diggs and, and Beasley and Diggs and Beasley and Diggs and Beasley and I think it's just going to be the way it's going to work out. He looked
0: a little bit like old Josh Allen in this game though where his accuracy wasn't quite as good.
1: He wasn't sharp. I I, I would be a little nervous. Um I, well, I I I do uh have him on my roster. I do roster him and and uh I think I started him. So that was uh um wasn't happy to see that, but You're not but panicking yet. I'm not panicking yet, but um, because I think the offense is going to flow through him and, uh, either way, I mean, he's still, he got like 40 yards on the ground too. So you still just, you're still going to, even when he has a bad game, it's still not that bad of a game.
0: On the Pittsburgh side of the ball, uh, big Ben was getting the ball out in, in, I think sub two seconds yeah. and, uh, basically every
1: play. That's because he's cooked. So yeah. this, this is my, my my take is, I don't know what you saw. I would if you if you have Big Ben and you I would not rely on him I would move on and uh, I would go get Dwayne Haskins if you if you're like in a league where you're like a, a super flex league where you have to like anticipate things ahead of time Big Ben's not going to be uh, an effective quarterback for this year
0: It reminded me a little bit that we play or we used to play in a game with some buddies where we had to rotate quarterbacks to of... <laughs> <'cause, laughs> One of the teams had just a really good quarterback, and to even that out, we wanted to make sure he wasn't playing every series. Um, so, but you would design your plays around guys that could only throw like you know four yards yeah. and didn't know what they were doing, and that I, that was kind of what this reminded me of.
1: Um, there, there's at least one catch, I think maybe two, where it looked like the receivers were just fielding a punt, and these were not. This was not Taysom Hill throwing deep to Emmanuel Sanders last year. This was like. Fifteen yards downfield, like it, 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 really looked like that season of Peyton Manning, where you're like, ah, oh, boy, he does not yeah. good, right, or, right, or even you know, Drew Brees, like these last years of their careers. Sometimes you're just a little bit like, it just doesn't look right,
0: right. Now, I want to be clear on this rotating quarterback thing. Mm-hmm. Like this is a Are you big going back
1: to this pickup game.
0: I'm reminiscing All right. because this was a big game. There were literally highlight reels made of it there were pre-game videos hype videos made about it it was a big thing and in, in our hearts mm, yes so that's why we had to <laughs> do things to try to even things out <laughs> anyway anything else on pittsburgh sean
1: uh naji oh maybe... he got he played every snap yeah as a rookie but like... but
0: they, like didn't didn't, didn't do great,
1: do and the concern there was like maybe like Pittsburgh's not that great in the offensive line. And I think that that's true. You're going to get a lot of volume out of Najee Harris. I don't think this year you're going to get. I, I, he's not going to be a consistent top tier running back. Um, I, I don't. I don't think. I mean, long term he might be, but they're going to have to do some work to develop that line. So, uh, the other other thing is where I think you and I might disagree is I was really impressed with Chase Claypool, and. Um, I, I understand uh, uh, that Jonathan Johnson had more targets and receptions and with the touchdown ended up having more, more production. Um, it was I, just the eyeball test? It, it was the eyeball test and, and ultimately all that, getting 10 targets as a receiver and getting 36 yards out of it, which is what Jonathan Johnson <laughs> did. Yes, he got a touchdown, but like touchdowns are fluky and... Um, I just, that to me is like, it's like Juju Smith Schuster, like times two. And right. so I, I, and Claypool actually was dynamic with his usage. He he got the ball on a like an end around and, and he just, he looked, he looked tough to, 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 to take down. And, uh, he looked like he was a uh, dominant against, uh, cornerbacks and whatnot. I I'm in on, on Chase Claypool. I think he will be good for many years
0: yeah in salary cap you go for talent uh and Chase Claypool's
1: got that all over easily the guy that I would of those three that I would want
0: absolutely I agree on to the Vikings and Bengals I thought Adam Thielen still looked good he caught a uh I think it was just a slant route in uh for uh, on a third or fourth down and took it to the house and he just ran away from the defender.
1: Yeah, no, and he didn't look like old Adam Thielen. I mean, we'll see if he holds up yeah. physically because sometimes he gets banged up, but you know, he looked this, like the same guy that we've seen for the past several years. So I think you can get some productivity out of Adam Thielen. And, and uh, the guy that yeah. I thought was interesting, um, KJ, K.J. Osborne. K.J. yeah. I, I honestly, uh, I wasn't even sure, like... How the Vikings got him? Like he was not on our radar last year. No, as a rookie, um, he. Did got... you
0: figure out how he got him? Because he was not a name that no. I knew either. Um,
1: was, he was just he was just was, he was a guy that like uh, he in the depth chart. I was I was just like, is, this, who's is he any going to be? How are the Vikings just managing a third wide receiver that I've never heard of? And um, and I know a lot of players in the NFL. <laughs> Uh, first of all, he got nine targets, got seven catches, seventy-six yards. He had eighty-one percent snap share, which means the, that's how they're dealing with the their tight end was right. Is they're running three wides and he's the guy. And I thought he looked pretty good. He did.
0: He I did thought, pass the eyeball he test. Pass the
1: eyeball test. He uh, broke some tackles. Um
0: and he's a second year player stash him on your taxi squad
1: he's a guy that i would i would get especially considering adam thielen is not is not uh not a spring chicken (laughs) (laughs) so yeah Uh, so that was my take i thought kj osborne really impressed me um amir smith-marset didn't play i thought there was a chance that he was going to play more um no, they seem to be in an Osborne, and, yeah. and I see why. Yeah, Cousins did not look sharp to me. He was throwing behind guys all day. Just rusty. Yep. Yeah.
0: So Cincinnati. Burrow, I was interested to see how Burrow looked. I thought he looked pretty good. He did As a get passer, up, he looked good. Yeah, he got up gimpy uh, at one point in the game. Did <laughs> you make, I was,
1: you make you nervous?
0: Of course. I was holding <laughs> my breath, but he seemed like he hung in there. But, J- yeah.
1: Joe Mixon, I think uh, he was one of the, my guys that I said I thought you should go get, and he looked like he was going to be the whole enchilta. Right, he looked like uh, a beast. He looked, he just looked good, um, and you know that that's happens when you're not don't have a foot issue or whatever he had last year. But um, and, and I, I know, think, go ahead. cool. I I'm going off on a different road. So, well, the other thing I was just gonna, was was it about? It was Charges? about the whole enchilta. Oh, we've
0: already talked done this. I know, but like I hate it on podcasts when okay. they do these repeating jokes, and I'm like, I missed the first time. In episode it happened.
1: 74, we first brought up whole enchilada.
0: Right, exactly. <laughs> so just very quickly, yeah, it's the name of one of the teams in our our kids' fantasy football league, where he the, was trying to say whole enchilada. He wasn't going. Yeah, he was going for the whole enchilada and ended up with whole enchilta.
1: <laughs> um, just, just a PSA. So Jamar Chase played more than T. Higgins. Or Boyd, they, he both he played more. Um, he obviously looked pretty good. I, I didn't. I, I'm I'm not gonna gush over over his production because it's against the Viking secondary. Oh, but yeah. um, but there's at least one play where he didn't even get the ball thrown to him, where he basically had Patrick Peterson turned inside out with some moves. So he he th- that was nice to see yeah. for for uh, for um, for me when I had. Some concerns about that. I want to see him do it against a secondary that I consider, yeah, legitimate, and I don't consider the Vikings secondary legitimate.
0: What I like to see. I suspected this would happen, and it appears to be confirmed. But maybe that's because of the Vikings too. But I really liked how involved Higgins was,
1: and yeah, yeah. I so mean, I, it, it, it. I I think um, they all played quite a bit. I mean, uh, but I was just the thing I was surprised is that is that Jamar Chase had more snaps than uh, than either of the other two including Higgins so that to me was a little bit of an eye-opener especially somebody who had their news was that he maybe was not having the best camp right and I think I guess internally they weren't worried about it all right on to the
0: Niners and Lions this was kind of a crazy game I was watching a different game and a highlight came on from this uh this game and it was uh Trey Lance throwing a a play action uh, touchdown like... pass and i was like oh my gosh yeah. he started like
1: nope they no he didn't him in. that was
0: like like the one play he had or something
1: so he yeah i mean he he had you know they're they're just giving him i think he had more i don't think it was just the one play but i think he no, had he was some, in it for a few but but it was, everything he did was he was running or it was a single read where he was either going to throw it or he was going to run. Like they didn't give him anything else. And I'm not saying he can't do anything else, but they're bringing him along slowly. And I think you're just going to have to wait. Kind of like Trey Sermon, bringing him <sighs> along really slowly. That's, that's actually, so that's a big red flag for me is, so I had heard reports um, that Eli. He was inactive. He was inactive. I heard reports um, before I drafted Trey Sermon in our, in our league that Eli Mitchell was having a better camp you get those reports and sometimes they just end up adding up to nothing, you know? Um, but having a guy be inactive, uh, and then having, uh, uh Mostert go down right away. Yeah. And then Eli Mitchell had a, a really nice game. Um, I think that that's a, that's a problem I think, but I don't know how much of a problem it is because honestly, Raheem Mostert, I, I like, I root for the guy. I like the guy. Uh, but he just hasn't been able to stay healthy, and him being gone, like this is going to be Mitchell and Sermon. I find it interesting though because so Mitchell's production didn't surprise me. If you watch his highlights, there was a lot of holes that I think I could get my fat butt through. Like it was, <laughs> <clears throat> there was, there was, it was. He just had like a like a freeway entrance ramp. Like please run sixty yards, right? And that's but that's what you get out of that offense. Um, you see it all the time. These fast running backs house, these long touchdowns in that offense and makes me kind of wonder, like, that's why Eli Mitchell makes sense in that offense, but they like sermon enough to take him several rounds earlier. And that's not his game. So I don't know what they're planning there. If they, if he's just, cause what I heard is that sermon also was impressive, um, but they have just very different styles, and you might be maybe their plan is to basically use sermon as kind of like the grinder, you know, and then every once in a while I'll put have Mitchell be the change of pace, and we just got to see a full dose of change of pace. Like sometimes when you watch the Rams, you'd get Henderson will have games like that. Sure, sure. and and is that kind of the vision for the future? I don't know. Um, and it's okay to move on from uh, Mostert now, right?
0: If you're I mean, rostering him, yeah,
1: I mean if if you if any of these players that we say to, to, that are worth getting i would say they're worth getting over Mostert. If, i just think he's 29 and i think his stand i think field. his days are done yeah i agree uh, ayuk barely played um he's got a hammy issue and debo had a monster game yeah, I, i'm huge not game. i'm not that worried about it debo looked good though it's nice to see him i just don't know how I don't know that they want him to to get that many receptions. Also, is against the Lions and some of those the the coverage that they had on him it was like, how does somebody not tackle him? And it's because no one is n- near him and they're not good. Got you. <laughs> um, yeah, I, he's fine. I'm, He'll be I, back. I'm not that worried about it. Trent Sherfield though is a guy Who? that yeah. So he had a nice preseason and he uh, um, he's a guy. That I do think is worth a pickup in a deeper league. Um, he is big. He's like six one two seventeen. He's fast. He's really fast. And actually, he had some uh, ran some routes. Uh, th- like his touchdown, for example, he he basically the D back basically fell down trying to trying to stay with him. So he's a guy that I think is an interesting play because I do think he's talented people have been trying to figure out who the, the third most valuable receiver I think ultimately he's going to be a part of that offense in a way that I wouldn't really rely on whether it's Jalen Hurd or or Mohamed Sanu I'm I, I much more interested in Sherfield just as a as a deep stash
0: In Detroit not a lot to say there I was looking at the Swift-Jamal Williams split uh, before the game I was fitty, fitty. curious about it and they really did like, like live exactly up to exactly live up to what they snaps. said they were going to do a 1 a 1 b uh i don't know if that continues going forward i i still think swift is the far more talented player but yeah
1: but they but, you know williams also looked he did what he does and he sure. looked fine doing it like um i don't want any receiver not named tj hawkinson yeah and he looked Really, really good. Like, I think we might be looking at the beginning of a season where, at the end of the season, he's in the conversation with those top guys. Um, that's that's just kind of where I think it's going. He's going to get volume if he, they should be giving him Darren Waller volume, is what they should be doing. We'll see if it happens. <laughs> we'll, t- we'll talk about We'll that talk about now. Darren Waller volume, Holy what that cow, means. <laughs> that was
0: crazy. All right, on to the Cardinals and Titans. Uh, Christian Kirk, big game, don't buy
1: it. Um, we've the, been down. We've been. This is this is Lucy with the football.
0: Yes, yes. He's done this in the past. He's even had like nice three game runs where he's putting up really
1: nice numbers. Don't follow this. He's not going to be a thing. AJ Green, you remember how people were like, well, maybe he was just pretending to be crappy in Cincinnati so he could leave Cincinnati, despite the fact that he could have left and signed a one year deal last year. Nah. Maybe he's just not good anymore. Yeah. I think he's done. I think he's done too. Um, Ron Moore barely played, uh, but was super productive. And he even got uh, an end zone target on a deep route, which I never saw him do in college actually. So he didn't, they didn't complete it. But I, I was, if I was a Ron Delmore owner, I'd be like more of that, please. Yeah, right? no doubt.
0: And he, like you said, he didn't play much, but I heard somewhere, uh, he was target like ran only fourteen routes or something like that, but was targeted on five of them. Yeah, yeah. No, was, they're they're gonna
1: use him, yeah. like as when he's on the field, he, he they're gonna make him be a problem for the defense. Um, Edmonds, he, Connor, uh, similar snaps. Edmonds was way more productive. Connor got the goal line. This is what we projected. This is what we said would happen. It would be a split. Connor would get the goal line, and Edmonds would be more productive. And I think that's just what you're going to get all year.
0: On the Titans side, boy, that that was a outcome I didn't see coming.
1: With uh, <laughs> the Titans, just you, you didn't see Chandler Jones. Uh, did you see the th- the thing about Taylor Lewan apologizing? No. Oh, so so Chandler Jones got had five sacks in this game, and basically, most of them were on Taylor Lewan. The, the tackle for the Titans. And he basically tweeted out an apology saying, I'm sorry. I have to be better. Wow. Yeah. It was just like stand up guy. Stand up guy. But like, it's pretty rare for, I mean, I, I don't, I can't think of anybody who's ever gotten five sacks in a game before. And I'm old, but I don't remember <laughs> that. Um, but I can't, I don't think you can judge Ryan Tannehill on that. Um, he did not have the best game. Um, yeah. I feel
0: like this is like, we haven't talked about the Packers, but I feel like that's a game we can just kind of throw out. I almost feel that way about the Titans too. Just like
1: I, I've, I would be more willing to throw out the Titans than the Packers. Spoiler alert: We'll talk Ooh. about that. Yeah, okay. But here, other thing: uh, Julio and Tannehill were not on the same page. I don't think Julio looked washed. He's not AJ Green. He, he just wasn't like he would run the route. He would get open, but then like the he would turn to look for the ball, and the ball would already be about to clank off his helmet, like. He just wasn't. He needs more time catching balls from Ryan Tannehill and, and getting on the same page. I think that will happen over time. Ferkser, uh led the tight ends with this is the this is the team that had last year when they hit, when their offensive coordinator was the guy who was now in Atlanta. Uh, they led the league with uh, the most twelve personnel. Right, their tight end Ferkser, uh led their tight ends. 40% snapshare. So they basically were barely using 12 personnel at all. Um in fact, they were they were spreading things out quite a bit. So I I don't know if Ferks is going to be the breakout player that we were both kind of in on um
0: Yeah, I think
1: that's one of those where I I want to see it know, see happen it, again. Yeah, I think you're right.
0: Or not happening. Maybe, that
1: may, maybe next yeah maybe for the trender mirage, let's keep an eye on that one and see if it's another week of minimal tight end usage there yes. in, in, in uh, Tennessee. Yes. On to the Bears-Rams
0: game. Cooper Cup led the Rams with, uh, in receiving with 10 targets. Um, well, I should say led him in targets oh, anyway.
1: We're not going to talk about that Van Jefferson touchdown? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I
0: still love them but i but the reason i bring it up cooper cup saw 10 targets yeah. uh robert woods was the second highest receiver with
1: just four so cup was just getting peppered yeah i think that's my take i don't know i i think that that just happens i think that that offense is they they feel like they have an advantage one particular place and and they you're not always going to know which is going to be the cooper cup robert or the robert woods game or maybe the van jefferson game i remember back when they had brandon cooks you would have some weeks where brandon cooks has the big game and i just think you're gonna get more of that sony michelle barely played barely played he had one carry
0: yeah that really surprised me is it that did something not you surprise s- me no
1: and i was i in on sony michelle i'm still in on sony michelle this is just he's been on that team not long enough to 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 be able to be the every down running back like i just think that this is i think that that's they're getting him acclimated so that's what i think i okay. don't know you don't think so you're you're more questioning it
0: i don't know i just i mean obviously i have not played running back in the n f l but <laughs> but my understanding of it is that uh I know it, you did,
1: Tim. You just got concussed really bad. You don't remember it.
0: <laughs> my understanding is that it's just not that complicated. Like, for a guy who's been in the league as long as he has. Yeah, the,
1: the, the, well, the rebuttal would be the, the, the the oh, my God, I'm blanking on his name, but, like, the, the running back that got cut in New Orleans. Um, oh, Latavius Murray. Yeah, he goes and signs with Atlanta, like, and then, like, two days later, he gets, like, 11 carries. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the rebuttal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the other side. yeah.
0: I mean, I, I think usually it's more about pass protection, and like Sony should know. Sony should basically know, know yep. how to do that.
1: So here's the, my rebuttal to that: is <laughs> they gave up a fourth and a sixth rounder for a guy that they only had for one year. That's an insane. Uh, uh, then the rebuttal to that is: these are the same Rams that spent a second round pick on Tutu Atwell. I'm not sure that they care about about draft picks. So we'll find out. I I, I would still bank on Sony Michel over Daryl Henderson by the end of the year. Would you bank on Tyler Higby? Yes, I think he, he's going to break th- out. He got a lot of playing time, and he got uh, he got a lot of balls. He got
0: six targets. And he looked
1: good with him. I think I think uh, I think he is a guy that could get a significant amount of volume there.
0: All right, on to the Bears' side of the ball. I am more convinced now after seeing this first game that Fields will take over sooner than later. Dalton just was the definition of meh. Meh. Yep. So yeah. I think we're going to see but Fields we do that. soon.
1: I, for me, the only question was was Dalton going to survive the week. But I, but I think they're planning on going rolling. Like at some point in time, there's going to be like people screaming in Chicago, like "Are you kidding me? Play Justin Fields?" Right. And I. That's absolutely what they should be doing. As a Vikings fan, I hope they play Andy Dalton every single week. Right.
0: Be like, we haven't had a quarterback here since the 40s. Yep. Or whatever and you but. still
1: won't because he just won't get on the field. <laughs> um, the one
0: guy, Cole Kamek, saw seven targets this week. Yep. And i he's a guy that I was interested in uh, in the offseason. And I loved seeing him get seven targets. I think that's really yep, encouraging. I think that's for good. Him.
1: And also, the thing that a guy that I have previously. You might be able to find tape of me saying he's not that good of a running back. I would like to retract that. That's David Montgomery. He I thought looked pretty good. Picked up where he left off, and that was against last year. We talked about how he was going to be good down the stretch against weak defenses, and yeah. he was.
0: Yeah.
1: Then it's easy to discount that. The, this is against the Rams. Yeah. And he it legitimately looked good. So finished
0: as the RB seven on the week and half PPR.
1: Yeah, I just, I, I just. It, it just, he looks like he has figured out like when to, 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 press here and press there to, to, to set up longer runs. And I just, yeah, I'm in, I'm in on David Montgomery. All right. On to the Seahawks and Colts. Uh, Carson Wentz doesn't look any good. Uh, he reminds me of Kirk cousins, but like not as good as Kirk cousins, like a fantasy quarterback that's going to be in your bottom third. Um, he doesn't have the mobility that he had once. So I would move on from him. Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I, I, if you're, if you're rostering Jonathan Taylor and you've been thinking this is the second coming, I it would be concerned about that. Why um, is that? Well, first of all, he's, he's, uh, he's only getting, um, a, he was surprisingly low in terms of his snap share. This is Marlon Mack didn't play at all. And he basically was over 50% barely, um, Naheem Hines is playing more, and they paid Naheem Hines a bunch of money, and uh, and Jonathan Taylor just wasn't all that effective. Um, he got targeted a bunch. That's a good thing for him, but I think a lot of that is just was dictated by by game plan. And I think ultimately, I would just i i i, th- I think i think he's not going to consistently get that receiving volume volume in different situations. And he struggled last year against reg- average. Or above average defenses, he really racked up so many yards against really really bad defenses, especially like the week seventeen game against the tanking Jaguars, where he gets two hundred fifty yards. Like you just need to remove that when you're from your from your considerations. I think so. I I I'm concerned about him. Um, I think he'll be fine. He's not going to be like a flaming bust. I just if you're counting on him giving you elite production, I just I don't know that you're going to get that. Zach Paschal. Um, a name that he's kind of been a bottom, bottom tier guy for years. Uh, he got a lot of snap share, um, and he was getting targeted with it. Uh, I I actually think he might be a sneaky pickup.
0: Pittman was kind of the opposite. He played a lot. Played a lot, but what didn't do much
1: with it. And I think that that's honestly what you're going to get from from Pittman. I think the Paris Campbell is going to come back and be great. I need to see something he didn't play very much, and he he I think he had one catch um the guy that i would be most interested in picking up because i think he's better than michael Pittman. probably it's michael strahan and uh wow. he had basically had the same production as Pittman. Uh, he only played 18 snaps and Pittman played 74 snaps so i i just think ultimately they're going to basically i think they like the rookie and uh he came from i think a division two school or something like that so i think they're basically looking and thinking they have to teach him a little bit more than they probably have to teach Pittman, whose dad was a NFL running back. But I'm I not think... hopping off the Pittman train just yet. You're not? I'm not. Okay. I
0: might, I might be uh, making a mistake, but
1: well, I'm, I'm, gonna I would, I'm not, not going to like cut him. Yeah. I'm just saying I would buy Michael Strawn. Sure.
0: On the Seattle side, we saw the big names getting the ball.
1: Yeah. Tyler, Tyler Lockett had some oh, amazing nice catches. Yes. Uh, I think you're just going to get that. I think I think everything about Seattle looked what I expected. Um, Everett versus Disley um, basically played about the same. I, it's, that, it's that same situation where you get two running or two tight ends that are are sharing one ball, and it's, it's hard to get consistent production there. Um, so yeah, that's I, I, there's not much too special to be said about seattle i think we can move on
0: all right broncos and giants melvin gordon kind of like adam thielen i just seem like he still has it he looked explosive had had some really nice runs and really nice long uh touchdown run
1: i don't think he cares that a a lot of people drafted javante williams with a high draft pick i think he really is like you know i'm still good running back and i'm still gonna be productive and i would expect that to going forward at least that they're both going to play.
0: Yeah. Do you think Sutton was just still dealing with the injury?
1: I just think it's just a, it's just a random, it's one week. Just a blip. I, it's said, it's a blip. I wouldn't worry about that. I know Judy's out, right? Yeah. He's out for,
0: is it just three or is he one of those eight weekers? <sighs> I can't remember. I think it's a high ankle sprain. So I think he's going to be out for a bit. It's a
1: bit. Yeah. So, who who do you think fills in there? Do you think it's Tim Patrick, or do you think it's K.J. Hamler, and why?
0: Uh, I think it's Tim Patrick, and the, I think uh, he just fits what Bridgewater does better than K.J. Hamler.
1: Okay. And he's uh, got a sweet first name. Um, is it Tim or is it Patrick? Because he's got two first names.
0: <laughs> well, I was thinking of Tim. But <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, no one likes Tim wow um kj hamler he's just got initials i i think of uh all the great players that just have tj hawkinson right uh-huh uh there's lots of lots of great players that just have aj brown we could go through the dk metcalf. metcalf yeah i mean i think that means that kj hamler is gonna be better he had he was more productive with his time than patrick got 70 played 70 of snaps which i don't know exactly when judy went down but um that's a big number um Hamler uh, only played thirty six percent of the snaps. He was more productive with his time. I think he size, shape, speed, every all that those he he is more like Jerry Judy than than Tim Patrick is. Okay, so you're picking up Hamler instead. I I would go Hamler, but it is tough because he's such a, he's going to be a boomer bus, bus player, and I think Patrick might be kind of your steady Eddie.
0: All right. Noah Fant saw eight targets. I liked seeing that for him. Yep. On, on the Giants' side of the ball, nothing was happening in the ground game. They were taking it really easy on um, – wow, now I'm blanking. <laughs> this, How do you blank on the number one running back for the Did Giants? Saquon Barkley. Oh, my gosh. I just went
1: – People are, are watching us age and listening to us age in real time. Wow. I almost want to go back and erase that.
0: (laughs) Uh, But they were taking it really easy on Saquon, but, boy, nothing was happening
1: there. It's like the Giants last year. I mean, really. I mean, like like the Giants every year. Like, I'm not interested in this offense.
0: Sterling Shepard had a great day. I don't really expect to see that again. I'm not so sure. You think that's – I shouldn't say – that it won't happen again. But I don't expect that to be kind of the course of things this so, year. So I don't I'll, see him as the wide receiver one.
1: So I don't you – know, Kenny Galladay is the most talented wide receiver on that team. Yeah. I'm not going to argue with you about that. But I don't know that that necessarily means that that's who is going to get the most volume and be the most productive at the end of the day. Um, I, it's, it's Shepard is like that – he's like the comfortable sweater – whatever you, you wear that's true. it's not the fanciest one um i think all these skills are just wasted by daniel jones uh, I, so i'm actually really concerned about him because i do think he is a player that can be an elite player but there's a big difference between catching balls from matt stafford versus daniel jones and i yeah. think that's what you're going to see um and shepherd Shepard played more um they both played a lot but um but i, I I think you're going to see more inconsistency out of Galladay, and I think you're going to see more consistency out of Shepard. If you're if it's in a PPR league, I for sure would prefer Shepard.
0: Yeah. Chargers and Washington football team.
1: Yeah. Um, Herbert looked good. He looked really good. He looked like he's not going to have a sophomore slump. Keenan Allen looked like he's going to have another great year. Uh, Larry Roundtree, he, of the, he just falls down collapses whatever uh-huh. collapses Barry on the said. spot that's uh, what i saw in tape clear backup um but uh you know jackson does it. justin jackson you can just probably cut him i think i think roundtree is the guy uh-huh. uh you're call you're calling it early eh, i Going mean i was strong. never that interested in and, and, and besides austin eckler was the goal line back too so you know like he's small but Do you he, think
0: that's just the new design of that offense
1: it doesn't matter the- he he got he got he had seven red zone carries and and what I mean is do you think he's the goal line back going
0: forward because he has not played that role
1: oh yeah I I, I think well so in, 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 there's a difference between red zone carries and goal line carries so if it's you know third and one on the one no I think they're gonna put Roundtree in there. Uh, because it, it, one of the things, at least when I saw, I thought he was really effective on the goal line, and I thought he he just found the, the really tiny little cracks and could squeeze his way through there before he collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think that that's going to be so. If you're he if was you're, a, he was a big touchdown scorer in college. He, he was a big touchdown scorer, yeah, and, and, and like I would it. expect that to be like I think he's going to get goal line carries, but first and goal from the four is not really a goal line carry. In that offense because it's probably a pass and there's a good chance that it's uh, that eckler's going to get that so i'm really saying i think it's going to be round tree on like you need a yard he'll get you that yard they're and done throwing to eckler though
0: <laughs> i don't think he had a catch
1: that's so bizarre <laughs> it was super He's such a good such a good pass receiver yeah. let's talk real quick about mike williams um he got a crap ton of targets just like Keenan Allen. He was less efficient. He did some plays where you're like, he looked terrible. But basically when they needed to play, this happened more than once, where they needed to play, they basically put everybody on the other side of the field. In fact, they had one goal line play where they, they put four receivers on the other side of the field and they just had him. Uh, and then they ISOed him and 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 – he kind of touched on. So when they needed something, th- I, to me that means like they're gonna they're gonna trust him, even uh, even over Keenan Allen to get that one play. So I think he's in line for a good year if he can stay healthy. We'll see. Yeah, I think uh, so. Jalen Guyton paid more. Than Josh Palmer. Oh, well, last thing, Jared Cook looked really good, and uh, and he's a guy that I've liked over the years, and I think he's got. A, a good quarterback and they seem to use him in, in key situations as well. So he's a guy that if he's, if he's available, I would, I would, uh, I would put a bid in on, on Jared cook. Cause I think he, uh, he's going to see some consistency in that offense. All right. For Washington, it looks like Lo-
0: Logan Thomas is still uh, going to be, yeah be a thing. Well, it's year. tough to
1: say the loose Fitzpatrick. I think that that's a big deal. I actually looked at what Taylor Heineke did when in his, in his um, in his one start last year, or I don't even know if it was a start, but he came in for significant minutes once last year. He targeted Logan Thomas heavily there. So I think you're probably likely to see a lot of Logan Thomas. Now, in that start last year, it was like the one start that Terry McLaurin missed. Um, by the way, I don't know if you... have you, seen, did you see the McLaurin catch that I he made? I did not. You got to... We'll watch this after this is okay. done. This is maybe one of the best catches I've ever seen. Wow. It's, it was... It was absolutely insane
0: (laughs) no-handed
1: yes (laughs) no it was like a full he's running one way he's he has to turn around he has to basically do a 180 degree turn in the air to snatch the ball as it goes through it's i'll look it up it'll be better like go watch it all right that's that's what i say but i i I don't i'm really concerned about him long term um without fitzpatrick because i just think this is gonna be another year of Kind of inconsistent quarterback play. diami Brown, ninety-one percent snap share, negative two yards. <laughs> Ouch! It's Elijah Moore-esque. We'll get to that one soon. I, 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 uh, I, 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 I like Deami Brown. Um, I'm not a big believer he's going to have a lot of production this year, even as a starter, um, and especially without without a quarterback a competent quarterback feeding him the ball regularly. So, um, yeah. All right. Jets and Panthers. Speaking of Elijah Moore, uh, similar snap share. Uh, he had negative three yards on one catch. Uh, Zach Wilson. Um, to me, this, this game is about Zach Wilson. He looked really mobile. He looked really erratic. Um, I thought he saw the field. Well, um, but man, like hit so many drops, but they weren't like, the, I don't even know if they'd be called a drop. Like it's, it's like you're watching a baseball game and like there's, there's like an error, but then it's like, is it really an error? Because he would have to make an incredible play. There are balls that were hitting like Corey Davis's hands and Elijah Moore's hands, but like Elijah Moore had one, for example, that was like at his knees while he's running around. Like, you know, you, you can make that catch, but Every catch can't be that catch. Right. And so I put a lot of that on Zach Wilson. I thought he just looked erratic. Um, and I, I'm i not concerned about that long-term. I don't think that was a feature of what people saw. I don't think ball placement was a problem for him in college. So I just think this is nerves or whatever.
0: Well, and also I think didn't his tackle, his left tackle, get hurt in that game? So I think yeah. he was playing I mean, under a lot happened, of pressure.
1: He was, but he but he actually got better after <laughs> cuz like the like he had at some point in time there was like 17 plays and that offense was like 17 yards it was like in the beginning of the game he just was not doing anything i, I, I do i'm not concerned about him long term at the end of the day he probably had the second best rookie quarterback performance cuz i think it was for sure better than Trevor Lawrence's but um but you know, it, it's a little bit like when you watch Josh Allen. Like, he just wasn't very accurate. Kirk Cousins wasn't very accurate. It's just, I think for him, he's on a worse team. And, and you know, you're not going to have uh, – he doesn't have elite players making up for, for that. I think he – I think the, the, the fact that as a team they're all kind of learning and growing I think was apparent. So, I just – I'm not that worried about it long term. No. I'm not worried about Elijah Moore long-term. No. I'm I wouldn't be either. freaking about this. <laughs> Denzel Mims, only three snaps. Wow. But one catch for 40 yards on like the final drive. So I don't know what to – he's got a long hill to climb. He, yeah. he had that f- food poisoning issue, and I just this might be a lost year for him.
0: For the Panthers, Sam Darnold took his first step towards the uh, the breakout <laughs> quarterback. that Adam Gase.
1: What's the stench of Adam Gase left. Uh, He had a good game, though, a decent game. Yeah, he he looked fine. I mean, I'm not not in on Sam Darnold yet. But you're not totally out, are you, I'm not totally out. Um, I just don't see the the upside, except for, you know, I mean, um, yeah. Receivers, Moore and Robbie Anderson basically got all the snaps. Terrace Marshall didn't play nearly as much, but he was heavily targeted when he was in, which makes sense because he was very... Productive slot guy in college, a large big slot receiver. So, yeah, I, it, it kind of went ex- more or less what I expected.
0: There was uh, some narrative too with Robbie Anderson and Sam Darnold getting back together. Uh, R- Robbie Anderson was more Reunited. a more, <laughs> it was a bigger touchdown scorer with Sam Darnold. So, it's kind of nice to see them hook up for that, uh, that long touchdown this right. week.
1: Should we talk about? my favorite result of the week
0: yes packers and saints
1: so let's talk about the saints because there's some things to talk about the saints uh, what 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 do you what do you what do you have on well the so
0: marquez calloway was kind of a darling here going into the opening game he did not have a very good game i think but he, he was, was
1: th- the only wide receiver that played well, <laughs> like, they're, like seriously, their snap yeah. share was ridiculous. And he, right. I, and they must've been running wishbone. I can't figure it out.
0: And he was being blanketed by J- Jair Alexander. So I just think he ran up against a freight
1: train. Yeah. I mean, that's tough. That's a tough battle to win when you're basically unestablished in the league.
0: Yeah. So, so don't panic on him yet. I think, I think he'll still be all
1: right for this well, year. I at think, least well, I think the fact that he's the only receiver that played, I think that's a good sign.
0: Yeah. Yeah maybe I, yeah i mean there's right who else is uh, he, he, who else is alexander going to cover
1: they they didn't it's hard to say cuz it's such a weird game like there's essentially no like the offensive production like they scored a lot of touchdowns but like there there just wasn't a lot of yardage there wasn't a lot of plays offensively right. um it's i think it's just a weird game and it's a game that it's going to be hard to take any significant lessons from
0: right yeah Winston he actually only threw the ball 20 times 14 completions 148 yards five touchdowns five touchdowns. right so that's that's sustainable right <laughs> right that's that 25 percent uh, touchdown share yeah that's not gonna not gonna stay there so yeah this is kind of a tricky game to take have any takeaways from at least for the Saints Ho- yeah hopefully we have some what's your thoughts on Trotman? Well, Okay, so I'm am actually a little mixed on this. I was uh, looking forward to getting your opinion. Right before the season started, I was hearing a lot of buzz on Juwan jo- Ju- Juwan right Juan sure. Johnson um, that he was outplaying Troutman, mm-hmm. uh, and then he comes in and does this. However, uh, but what did he do? Well, he scored two touchdowns and three three catches. Right? Sure, but exactly. He, he
1: only paid. He played very little.
0: Uh, Troutman saw six targets, which right. I think is an encouraging number for a tight end. So but it but the, the two things uh put together, I'm like I'm just trying to sort that out for myself. I'm leaning Troutman, um because I don't wanna chase touchdowns right with, with uh, guys, but
1: that's that would be my take.
0: I, I gotta just let the the buzz, the buzz is in my ears. I gotta just let that go. The buzz for Johnson.
1: Well and 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 you know, it really depends on how and and what you think they're gonna, the role for Johnson is going to be is going to be like a tight end role, or is he going to be like a uh, Marquez Colston type, where it, it ends up actually kind of morphing into receiver role? But I just I don't think you can chase touchdowns. No, no, you don't want to do that. So yeah,
0: I'll stick with Troutman.
1: I, I you know you and I may disagree on this, but I liked I, I liked what I saw out of Tony Jones. Um,
0: no, he looked good. I just don't... I mean, is he a guy you're excited to pick up? Like,
1: he, Yeah, I think I he was a guy that I, I said to get, and the reason was because by the end of the year... You just think Kamara's He's going to be, be an RB3, just like the Latavius Murray was, and if Camara goes down, he's going to be a lot more than that. He's not going to be anything other than that. Like, let's not pretend he's he's going to buy for that job but they 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 run some sets for alvin kamara's basically lined up as a receiver and and i just think i think getting 50 yards in a game where they had hardly any snaps played that's pretty good so i i i uh i think he's a good a good handcuff plus maybe that's how i would put it packers aaron Rodgers. does he want to play football or, or be on jeopardy what do you think
0: <laughs> i don't know he looks so cool walking into the stadium sunglasses headphones nice long hair mm-hmm. i was really excited <laughs> but boy
1: didn't didn't look real interested to be on a football field do you think that is this his ultimate revenge is to be like oh you want to play that you want to play that guy you, you drafted instead of you know, giving me a receiver like i'll make sure you get to play, get a chance to see what he can do like, I, I, we, have, we have these narratives that where we, we think of, honestly, we, we act like Aaron Rodgers is like some kind of like Machiavellian, like, you know, evil master where he he's just a guy. Like, I don't know. I think he's competitive like everybody else. But at the same time, there are guys that even whether they physically have it or not, just mentally or not, in, Brett Favre, when he, he came back for that second year with the Vikings, he was not mentally into it and it showed and uh i i i wonder if aaron Rodgers just this whole thing has kind of been like hey you know i'm i'm engaged to an actress or whatever and i'm not sure which one these days but it'll be one of them and uh you know i'm ready to go on and move on and do other things and sell insurance and i don't know we'll see We'll see. We'll see. That'll be one to check back in after next week.
0: As Viking fans, let's we're hoping for that. I think. I'm
1: hoping that he really has his heart set on on wearing wearing purple, because I would I would he's one of those guys that I would absolutely love him if he was on our team. Right, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> All right, on
0: to the Jags and Texans. We're just a little bit over an hour, Sean. So let's Ugh. see if we can do some
1: speed. Uh... All right, Jags Texans. Uh, yeah, uh Trevor Lawrence his arm looked really good. Uh he's going to get ruined by Urban Meyer. I'm absolutely convinced of it. I think he has no idea. I, I he came out that he was ta- thinking about quitting after one week and maybe going to be the coach at USC or something like that. Like this is not a good situation. Yeah. Um the only receiver I want on that team is Marvin Jones. I guess if you're in like a PPR league I like LaVisca. Um but uh, I do think Levisca's career is like a Juju Smith Schuster career, with not that one year for Juju, but like for all the other years with Juju. Um, Houston, yeah, I, I do feel like Jacksonville's a team to avoid right now. It, it, they might be the new th- team that is like uh, Ted Lasso. Uh, like Ted Lasso, we may have to go with them as the Ted Lasso team because the Texans smoked them, and they are a terrible football team. Right? Uh, don't. Buy into Mark Ingram as, as a bell cow, he he got less than fifty percent of the snaps. How many games but, but he the got Houston tw- yep. hit twenty-six <laughs> I know. carries? How, how many games are the Houston Texans gonna be up big and trying to grind out the clock? That's the, just not the, gonna happen. The answer
0: again. is none. None That's, more games. None more games.
1: Um, Brandon Cooks, we said before the season, go get Brandon Cooks. I don't care that they don't have a, a good quarterback, go get Brandon Cooks. And he looked every, he looked awesome. Uh, he had at least one catch that was just like, that's amazing. I was like hoping it was Nico Collins, but it wasn't. Was it better than McLaurin's catch? No. Okay. No. Uh, interesting. Uh, Farrell Brown, um, he, uh, at tight end, uh, he played about 80% of snaps they were using him um, five targets, four catches, sixty-seven yards. Uh, I actually am in in interested in him. I thought he actually looked pretty good too um, coming out of college. I went back; I didn't know the name, so I went back and looked at him, and he he had a, he had a lot of athletic skills uh, coming out. I think he also had some red flags, uh, character things as well. But uh, he may um, may end up being the second most valuable. Uh, player on that team at least as a receiver Tyrod Taylor is discount Jalen Hurts um he is um he, I watched him drop back and it. he he's just staring at his, the the pass rush which you're not supposed to do and then he would do like he would kind of juke around back there for a while like I don't think against good teams they're just going to they're just going to sack him. Yeah. But against the Jags, he was able to do that, get out on on the edge and make throws. He's always had a nice arm. Um, it's always been mobile. He's always been mobile. I think if if you like a Konami quarterback and you don't want to pay the the Jalen Hurts price, and then, then go with the, the go with him. So um, I was trying to think of something alliterative. You know, the Patrick Price. Mm. The, it says with a T. Um, um. The tally. The Tyrod Taylor, I don't know. We'll Back. move on. Back. Should talk? I, let's I think you could roll with Tally for now. Okay. Browns and, and Chiefs. Let's talk about that one.
0: Yeah, I. one of the things that surprised me was uh Anthony Schwartz getting as much yes. work as he did. Uh it he took got, him high enough. I know, but I just I didn't I like didn't, I didn't I didn't I like, like it. I didn't like his And tip. I,
1: This is a game I didn't see. do you know? Was he getting Was it all close to the line of scrimmage? Was he actually running routes? Because I'm not sure he knows how to run routes.
0: (laughs) Uh, No, he was actually running routes. I think I thought he looked decent. He was targeted five times. People's Jones, who had a lot of hype preseason, only got one target. So I I feel like they play us maybe a similar role. So that may not be a good thing for People's Jones. Uh with the tight ends in Joku was yeah. the lead tight end. I know it doesn't mess. matter. But it's a mess. It is right, exactly. I think they're all I
1: th- pretty talented. They're all gonna get targets. You might like one guy more than the other one, but from game to game, but
0: you're not gonna know who's, who's know. getting it, yeah. So stay away from that. Uh how about over on the Chiefs side? Did you see anything?
1: Uh you know, it's the Chiefs are who we thought they were i mean it seriously it's 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 if you don't have kelsey and you don't have tyree kill like don't bother
0: right like me i'm a micole owner and uh manager sorry manager (laughs) micole manager and i was excited to hear you know he's going to be the wide receiver too and but then he wasn't really even that like demarcus robinson and byron pringle like
1: Basically matched his production, so yeah. I, it, uh, it's it, it's literally if you don't have one of those two players, and that includes Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, by the way, if you don't have one of those two players, like I'm just not that interested. Like yeah. Clyde is a guy like I would would want as my running back three or four. I would rather be starting on a weekly basis, Miles Gaskin than yeah. Clyde Edwards- Edwards-Hilaire. I think everybody wants him to be something he's not. Everybody wants him to be Brian Westbrook 2.0, and. Brent Westbrook never had Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback. And that's just offense is just gonna go wherever Patrick Mahomes wants that ball to go. And it's that's that's gonna be the way it's gonna be. So if if <laughs> if you if you're invested in him and you can move him still, I, I would much rather have a lot of other running backs. All right, Dolphins
0: and Patriots.
1: Uh all right. So uh, I was encouraged by the utilization of Miles Gaskin. He, uh, um, I'll say that. I thought Tua was okay um, uh, as well. Um, I thought uh, I was interested um, in looking at uh, um, uh, Gaskin's production, just because there's like they brought in Malcolm Brown and like, but like they all got the same amount of touches in the red zone. Gaskin was just the guy that I think they are revolving the offense around, at least in the ground game. Um, Gasicki. Um yeah, it's not you?
0: I just think it's <laughs> the, he's not gonna be what people think He no. was gonna be. I don't think I the ball just is not gonna go his way. He only played
1: 39 percent of snaps. And right. by the way, this is before we're gonna we're about to see. So we saw we saw um uh Devontae Parker. I can't believe I almost blanked on his name since we have a word. Of, <laughs> but Parker and Waddle both played quite a bit and both were productive. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's another guy coming, right? right? Right. So and and so you're gonna get three to get 3 9 percent, and uh, and and then now Will Fuller joins the squad. Right. He's gonna be a really low volume tight end. Yep, and he might get some. Again, he's not gonna be a guy that you're gonna get regular anything out of. I I thought Jalen Waddle looked good. He was at the end of the day. He was the my number one receiver. Um, for the rookies coming out with Jalen Waddle, and I do think that he's going to be productive.
0: Yeah, he looked good. I liked what I saw.
1: Uh, Patriots, um, Damian Harris basically got a lot of work. Yeah, it was great till he until he fumbled. Fumbled a, a key fumble at the end of the game, but like, you know, lo- probably lost the game. Probably <laughs> game losing fumble. Uh, so I'm interested in what your take is on this: Jacoby Myers, Nelson Aguilar. And do you like them both? Do you like either? Um, well, I know Aguilar had the, the better game production wise, um, but I. It depends on what format you're in. I think in PPR, uh, Jacoby Myers is going to be a, just a beast. Pos- probably. He got
0: the most snaps. Yeah. So actually, my argument—if you were asking me—I'm yeah. still more in on Jacoby Myers. Right. That's where I was going. Is I just Nelson Aguilar has had these moments, mm. um, or you know, part, parts all, of seasons. All twenty twenty. Right. I was gonna say like,
1: <laughs> well, but yeah,
0: ch- chunks of seasons. Yeah. But I, I just don't—I don't think it's anything he'll sustain long term.
1: So the guy, the way I put it is, if you're in a standard league, I'd probably rather have Nelson Aguilar this year than Jacoby Myers. Uh, if you're in a PPR league, I'd rather have Jacoby Myers. And he's playing more. They both played quite a bit. Um, I think maybe... I think Jacoby Myers maybe missed one snap. Um, I think Aguilar is going to get more stuff downfield. I don't know how much downfield stuff Max Jones is going to do. I thought he had the best debut of, uh, for a rookie. Um, so I'm, I'm encouraged by that. Um, the other thing is Johnny Smith, Hunter Henry. I think... I'm out on either one of those guys. I'd probably like John New a little bit more, but they basically played the same. They basically had similar production. I do think it's, um, this is a situation where they did do a lot more 12 personnel. They, their snap shares were basically about 75% a piece, which adds up to 150. So that's quite a bit of 12 personnel. Right. But I still think they're sharing a lunch. Yeah,
0: I think you might be right. And I didn't jump in when you were talking about Mac Jones earlier, but uh when i've seen him play uh in preseason and then this game i just really like what i see I yeah th- i think i just think he's i don't know if he's ever going to be a great fantasy football player because but, he's not going to rush he's, he's so he's but yeah. and doesn't you know maybe doesn't have that can, big
1: arm but he can but. support nice fantasy football production out of his receivers and tight ends and i think that's probably the other thing we're looking for is you if you're if you have a player on your roster f- from the Patriots, I think he's a be- way better for everybody than, than Cam Newton was. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: We got one it, game left.
0: One game. All right, Monday night, Ravens versus Raiders. That was a
1: crazy end.
0: It was a crazy end. Uh, I also thought it was crazy how much action Waller was seeing. 19 I mean,
1: targets. 19. It is – it is uh, that's like – the target level that I think like T O had on Jerry Rice Day. I don't know if you remember this way back in the day, is there was like a Jerry Rice day and and Rice had like one catch. This is like a day that the 49ers had to like celebrate Jerry Rice. Okay. And TO had nineteen he had nineteen catches is what it was. It wasn't just nineteen targets. Wow. It was it was <laughs> he just I don't know what there was going on there. But um yeah, everything hey but this is the same thing that they had last year is this the same if you have a receiver for the raiders uh, i don't care if it's brian edwards or, or henry ruggs either one of them i just think you're not going to be consistently happy no because i Derek carr is just dropping back looking at waller every play every play it's like that is his entire universe and it's it's they won yeah it's working for him. Hunter Renfro was the only
0: receiver who had a catch uh, until really late in the fourth quarter.
1: Yeah, uh, that it was kind of remarkable uh, that, like, not even a single. They did throw some balls to Brian Edwards, and he didn't get separation and didn't look great earlier, but but, but, he, but down he paid the, off in the end.
0: Down the stretch, he made some nice catches. He did. So I was, I mean, I I think he they went to him when the game was on the line. I don't
1: think he's to 2.0.
0: No, but. no, but they went to him when the game was on the line, and he came through for them. So I I kind of expect that he's going to continue to see targets. Yeah. Not as a second read. Yeah, it's a second read at best. <laughs> After but a yeah. while. Yeah, I think their uh, their fullback had more more targets and receptions. Was that than, Jacobs? It was uh, Alec Ingold. I'm, just, I'm joking. <laughs> okay. Um, uh,
1: Jacob's versus Drake. What do you see there?
0: Uh well, it's it's not so much a, a Drake versus Jacobs, but it's it's baffling to me that Jacobs was so such a good receiver in college, and they just seem committed to not throwing to him. Yeah, like Drake saw five targets to uh, on Monday night. Jacobs saw two.
1: Like I, it just. And, and Drake was, like, in Arizona, was not – I mean, he was a fine receiver, but he wasn't He wasn't the pass-catching back right. because that was Chase Edmonds. So uh, it is a little – it's almost as if Gruden's got something in his head where he just is not going to do this, and he doesn't care what you think. Yeah. He and doesn't I, care about your feelings.
0: Well, and it worked tonight. Or it worked on Monday night. <laughs> it, it worked,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, Ravens, Tyson Williams, what do you think?
0: I thought he looked pretty good. Um, I think he's going to split time with Latavius Murray going forward. So you probably have kind of a committee backfield there. Is but Le'Veon
1: Bell still in the practice squad? I think after so, all these injuries, I think so. I think. What about is? the other I'd ancient know. guy that they brought in, uh, Devonta Freeman? Does he still is he practice squad as well? You know,
0: I didn't do a lot of research on the Ravens practice there, squad. Yeah, but...
1: is, is is it? I'm surprised that like age eligible. Like you'd you'd think there'd be like, uh, hey, you're 30 years old, <laughs> you're done practicing. You, should, you know, you were actually the leader in NFL, you know, yards from scrimmage for several years. You can't be on the practice squad. You can't be squad on the practice squad. <laughs> um, Yeah, I don't I don't know what to make of the Ravens' offense. Lamar Jackson is going to generate points. Yeah, and that's that's what I get out of it. Um, what about? Um, the receiving core for, for, for Baltimore, we're, we're talking about Sammy Watkins. What do you think? Uh, I think I'm not in on
0: Watkins. I mean, he had a nice game.
1: He is who we thought we were. He I, was. yeah,
0: I just, I think we know who he is and I don't think there's anything to get excited about there. Marquise Brown was the guy that actually impressed me. I have been down on Marquise Brown for quite a while now. He looked like a, like a real NFL receiver That's, on Monday night.
1: That is damning him with praise. Well, maybe <laughs> he looks like he. Yeah, no, I mean, but I'm
0: saying he just hasn't. He's had flashes too, but it just like he looked like a different guy to me on Monday night. Okay. So I don't know uh, if that continues going forward.
1: if He just got up for prime time, but I think. Um, so the Tyson Williams thing, what I noticed is you know he like had housed. I don't know if it was his first carry, but it was like early in the game. He had that long run. Um, at the end of the game, though, they lost the game because he oh, just got smoked on a block. And I wonder if that is going to like. By the way, there's a lot of, <laughs> of rookie running backs right. that that would never even be in that situation, and he's in that situation due to extraordinary circumstances. Right. and
0: that's always one of the toughest things for the
1: toughest things backs. for them to get. And and and. I wonder, though, um, how if that means a guy like Le'Veon Bell, who is a really good pass blocker, or Latavius Murray, who has tons of NFL experience in these kinds of roles, if, Tyson, if that puts a ceiling on what they can do with Tyson Williams. He, if he's the most explosive back, and it's hard not to be when your competition is all 30-plus, but um, if he, he the amount of time he can get on the field is going to be limited by whether they trust him to 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 make those key blocks and those moments i do think that that is a, a concern for me i would still go get dice williams though i would still go get him because why not yeah why not
0: all right i think we did it sean we went a little bit long but well, we did the lo-
1: Is it longer than sixty-nine minutes? That's our—that's our—that's our goal. We have to get out in like thirty seconds. All right, let's do it. <laughs>
0: no, we're already past. I'm just yeah. kidding. Uh, but thank you for joining us for this episode here. Coming up uh, next week, we have our Trend Mirage episode, where we'll be uh, taking a look at the games again, seeing if uh, the production we're seeing is is going to continue or if it's going to end. All right. Until then, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Steel. Join our community on the SteelPod Facebook group and follow us on Twitter at SteelPod.